What up, though? It's your boy Rio, and you tuned into my 10th episode on Mindfulness with Mario. If you haven't already, make sure you check in with episode 9, where I touched base with my boy John Jackson, and we talked about his organization, Simple Talks. A very dope episode. Make sure you up to speed on all my current content. Uh, today, I got my boys Phil and my boy Matt, and we about to talk to y'all about investing. Uh, so I'm going to have them go ahead and introduce themselves, and we're going to go from there. All right. Uh, my name Matt. Call me Matty B. <laughs> Uh, follow me on Instagram, Matty B, two underscores. Um, Western Michigan alum, retired at 25, and now a full-time investor. So, yeah, check me out. What up, though? My name is Phil. Follow me on Instagram at phil.weir, W-E-I-R. Uh, went to the Cass Technical High School. Then I went to Bowling Green State University. Shout out to the Falcons. Uh, I'm also a full-time Forex trader. Okay, so uh, let's just jump right in, man. So just kind of walk me through, you know what I'm saying, what y'all doing right now, uh, like professional-wise. professional, professional wise. Okay, um, so as he said, Forex trader. So I'm, I, I kind of say investor because I'm not just investing just in Forex. I do stock trading, um, cryptocurrency trading. I'm going to dip into like real estate investing as well. So mostly Forex trading um, and mentoring. So I have an organization about buying individuals that I mentor daily. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, pretty much just invest in Forex. Okay, and uh, what got you started in that? Like, kind of give me a little brief background of like what made you decide to hop into the cryptocurrency game. So, being honest, um, it really stemmed from me not wanting to work. Like, the very first day, me going, to, I worked at Pepsi Corporate uh, when I first got out of college. Okay. And the first day I got there, I don't know if, like, <laughs> it was just something about, like, I had to be there at 5 a.m. Um, I had to drive from Kalamazoo to Grand Rapids, like a 50-minute drive. And they was like, yeah, 55 hours minimum. That's the Pepsi way. We're a blue-collar company. And everybody was just, like, real excited. And I'm just like, bro, there's no way in the world. Like, I ain't lazy, but I just can't see myself working 55 hours a week. So I'm like, at that moment, the first day ever, I'm like, I can't do this 40 years. I got to figure a way out. Um, the opportunity kind of came um, when my best friend – actually, my best friend from college. She mm-hmm. uh, moved to Grand Rapids, lived in the same complex. She said, hey – I just started this trading thing. I know you would be good at it. You already were doing stocks. Like, just give it a try. Um, it being her, I'm like, let me just tap in. I ain't asked no questions. And then the rest just kind of played out. Okay. So, like, what did you go to school for? Uh, like, what you go to school for? Like, what so, was your major? Double major in food marketing and uh, business management. Got minor it. Minor in general business. Got it. And then what about you? Like, what led you into the uh, investing game? Or what did, you, what did you do prior to? Okay. So, I had a lot of jobs. I can't lie. <laughs> I don't work in all types of fields from food, sales, uh, corporate life, even the airport. So I had a lot of jobs, but in all those jobs, I didn't find any passions or anything. Mm-hmm. So at the time, uh, I had went to Bowling Green, but I didn't finish college, right? I went for about two years, and I was studying sports management. I wanted to, like, work for, like, the NBA or NFL. <laughs> you know, I was like, I ain't playing, so I was like, I got to do something with it, but you know, I was just, I didn't find any passion in college either. And I was like, man, it got to be something out there. Like, I know it's something for me. So, uh, after I left uh, Bowling Green, I started working at Total Quality Logistics. Uh, I was a logistics broker there. And I was just like, you know, working, getting there at 7 a.m., leaving at 6. And then at that job, like, 
my uh the businesses that I was looking over, they could call me twenty four seven. So like a couple of times they called me at three in the morning and I was like, Yeah, this ain't it. I'm like, <laughs> You're not about to call me at three AM when I'm sleeping, I gotta be at work at seven. I'm like, This ain't it, so I gotta find something. So uh I've been knowing Matt since what, like ninth or tenth grade mm-hmm. and he called me up, was like, 'cause we've been hanging out always. You know, I used to visit Western, we have uh, like our annual bro trip, you know, go out of town, go out of town and things like that. So he like, look, Phil, uh, you need to look into investing, bro. I'm like, I don't know nothing about it. You know, when, I'm from the east side of Detroit. You know, I'm from Morang. It's <laughs> seven miles. They ain't teaching none of that over there. So I'm like, bro, if I come in this, I'm going to lose my money off Bill. I already know. But him being the mentor he is and being my bro, you know, he made sure he guided me throughout everything. So that really got me into it. And then, honestly, somehow I fell in love with it. Something I never thought of or, like, never even looked at. And now I'm a mentor in this as well. Uh, I've been mentoring over 75 people, and it's just, like, I love it every day. So it's not it's something I, I can't see myself not doing. Got it. So, like, before we go into that, like, y'all are relatively young. So, like, how old, how old are you? 26. 26? Yeah, 26. Okay, so... It's just funny because, like, y'all very first job, y'all was like, this ain't it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, so you you went to school. With, did you always want to be an entrepreneur, or was it that running into the first career you were like, no, this ain't, you know what I'm saying? I wanted to be a CEO. Okay. So before Pepsi, I um, interned at Kellogg's. I interned at, a, interned at Office Electric and some another food company. So I always, like, I'm going to work my way up the corporate ladder to be a CEO. That was my ideal thing entrepreneurship mm. was like would be cool but i didn't really have a niche but i knew if i like found something i'm a pretty good leader i can ma- i know how to manage people so that's mm-hmm. what i kind of wanted to do um but i never really had entrepreneurs i didn't know what i would do as an entrepreneur honestly got so it. it just kind of came out of nowhere got it and then what about you yeah me either i didn't <laughs> think about entrepreneurship at all honestly like my pops he was born like in the 40s so I have a old, I have old parents. I ain't gonna lie, I got old parents. Man. <laughs> like my dad is people grandparents age. So like no knock on him. Like he was just he just taught me what he knew, you got know. It. And he didn't go to college things like that. He's a pastor now, and but like he was telling me, you know, it's only three routes. Uh, you either gonna go to school, go to the military like he did, mm-hmm. or find a job and work your whole life. And that's all I knew growing up. You know, like I feel like I was raised on survival instead of being taught the principles and different different things. So I don't knock them for that, but that's how I was raised. So entrepreneurship was never in my mind. I just always knew, like, okay, I have to work for somebody until I'm about 65 and then die in the next five to ten years or something. And I'm like, that's it, it can't be like that. So, you know, that you just... see 90? Or... <laughs> I mean, <laughs> statistically speaking, you know, we don't yeah, see true. 90. But, you know, so I was just like... I just like I'm about to live life. <laughs> I'm like I just want to live life, you know. So it was like I just I said like, it got to be something else. You feel me? So now forex, uh, I'm looking to vending machines, mm-hmm. things like that, trying to get property. You know, I even volunteer over the summer uh, for some of our friends. They have legacy properties, so I okay. volunteer with them because they uh, bought some houses. So it was like just you know uh, what's the word like it's renovating, renovating it, mm-hmm. things like that. And I just wanted to see what it's like. So that's something else, something else that sparked my interest. So. Yeah, I, I can't go back to a job. Got it. And so, like, when y'all, did y'all take away any key learnings from, like, this small little glimpse of being in corporate? Oh, absolutely. Like, what, no. like, what were some of those? Shout out Pepsi. They showed me how to run a billion dollar corporation. I was managed. So, before I actually left, I was managing 70 employees. So, okay. seeing that, I, I like, how to motivate different people. Because in Pepsi, I was in Ohio. Mm-hmm. A lot of them was older than me. A lot of them wasn't black either. So, like, kind of knowing, I learned a lot about relationships and learned how to, like, kind of, what motivates people, how to communicate people, and how to earn people respect. Because mm-hmm. 
thing about what when people are working for you, if they don't respect you, they're not gonna really give you results. So Absolutely. I kinda had to kinda learn how to earn respect. Pepsi has to taught me about just if you have something that everyone needs, then you're never gonna go out of business. They've been around since eighteen hundreds and they sell sugar water. <laughs> like, it, but everybody buy it. You know what I'm saying? We gotta we, that's that's Coke product, but every any function you go in is gonna be the Pepsi or Coke product. So they made uh-huh. a, a brand, a product so strong that it's gonna be here forever. So I'm like yeah. No, I agree with that, bro. Like, I worked for uh, Frito-Lay, like, when I first okay, got yeah. out of college. So, yeah. I mean, I definitely can. Who was uh, doing there? So, I was a district uh, manager. So, okay. yeah, when I first got out of college, I was managing a team of, uh, it was 12 route sales reps okay. at the time. Yep. Uh, I mean, about 6 to $7 million uh, district. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, 21-year-old kid, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a lot of responsibility. Yeah. And, like, kind of like yourself, like, my goal was I wanted to be a CEO. And it's the corporate world, especially for uh, African American male, it's it's a it's a long road, and you have to be in it either for the long game mm-hmm. or like kind of like what y'all did. You know what I'm saying? You can't be like this ain't for me, and I'm gonna just get out. Uh, but I mean, I'm not knocking corporate America at all. Like you for sure gonna take away uh, some key learnings, and you can also learn at you know what I'm saying the company's dime. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but you gotta still have a you gotta have an end goal at the end of the day, right? You gotta say okay, I'm gonna get this five years and then i'm gonna leave so i mean y'all both made that decision early on which is i mean that's a that's a hell of a risk like you feel me because yeah. i'm sure as an entrepreneur you probably are experiencing uh a lot of things like when you are in corporate america you have you know what i'm saying the security of every you know what i'm saying every two weeks i'm gonna get my check whereas an entrepreneur it's like a daily grind you know what yeah. i'm saying so can y'all kind of like walk me through the process or like that fear of oh man it's I, I might not get paid this week, yeah. or you know what I'm saying? Like, what does that feel yeah, like? Yeah, so that feeling is actually, it's it's not for everyone, honestly. Uh, not to knock anyone with a job, you know, I always tell people, it's nothing wrong working a job. Personally, I just feel like you should follow your passion. Mm-hmm. You know, if your job is your passion, that's perfect. But, like, you know, like, it's not for everyone. There's been times where I didn't even know if I was going to get rent paid. Like, it's not all good days. Right? You have to really be a hustler and know, like, oh, I, I'm going to do this. Right? Like, my last job I worked, uh, I walked off the job in January, mm-hmm. right? Because my manager, like, I was telling them, you know, I had two jobs at the time, and I was telling them also about Forex. So they basically questioned was like, if you're making this money in Forex or whatever, whoop de woo, like, uh, why are you still working here? Like, you ain't, <laughs> and my manager was like, you ain't gonna do nothing besides work here for the rest of your life, and that's it. And I was like, oh, you must not know who I am. <laughs> like, do you know who I am? Like, man, There's so, exactly, put the respect on my name. So I legit walked off the job in the middle of the ship, and I was like, Granted, I was built off of emotion when I did that. I wasn't thinking properly. Like I legit was off of emotion, but when I did, I got in my car and I was just like, "Oh!" I was like, "What did I do? Like, what did I do? Like, it took like it. it I don't want to say it doesn't take any faith to work a job, but it's like you know you have that security, right? You know if you work forty hours, you're gonna get your salary every other Friday, right? Mm-hmm. You know that when you're in entrepreneurship, there may not be a paycheck that Friday. It may not be one for two or three Fridays. But you can't give up. Like you have to be able to struggle. Like you have to go through it, and it's a, a mental toughness that it takes. Honestly, like mm-hmm. like mental health. Like I I preach that big in my uh, mentorship and things like that is mental health. But like it really takes a toll on sometimes. Like it, it ain't all good days. Have there ever been thoughts of like, man, I might need to give yes. me another job? Yes. Oh, yeah. well, listen, <laughs> so like, I've been an entrepreneur now. So it was November fifth, mm-hmm. twenty nineteen. So it's been a little over a year. And when it first happened, the pandemic hit, and a lot of people didn't want to trade anymore. 
And I'm like, man, like I literally just quit my job and people don't want to trade them. But everybody like they scared. They just stay in the house. So I actually, you know, for me, my first instinct was like, all right, I'm gonna get another source of income. I went and started doing Lyft. Mm-hmm. And that was like making up the gap of me not having as much um people on my team. And then the pandemic, like it was a shut nobody was doing Lyft no more because I, it, yeah. nobody felt safe. Yeah. So it really forced me to really hustle with my business. So I you know, that security is great, like just knowing you're gonna get it. But then it like this kind of made me grow, and like my my work ethic has increased now because I find if I don't work, I'm not gonna eat. Mm-hmm. And I'm the type of person that I like money, like I love money, like I don't like to be without it or you know. I mean, I see you shining, man. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like you know, I just I can't. So for me, this really kind of like my work ethic because with Pepsi. Like I was in sales too. Mm-hmm. I dominated in sales, but you know, but even if I did it, I'm still gonna get that check regardless. Yeah. So this now is like, I can't go without a check. Like you know, I never. I will say this, and this I I might not have the check I wanted, but I always still got paid every week about mm-hmm. the entrepreneurship. That is the, the what 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 really unlocks you out of you is understanding like if you're gonna su- succeed in entrepreneurship, you gotta grow as a person. Not really personal develop a lot this year because. You know, it's just security, and without it, like with this entrepreneurship, you have to actually, you know, dig into who what you really are. And mm-hmm. um, you know, when you are doing this business, like <laughs> trading tells you a lot about yourself, but your mentorship tells you a lot what others think about you. And I realized I'm like, dang, I'm probably not the best leader, but I had that security at Pepsi. But now I had to really just kind of get in the mud in the trenches. So. I like it. I'm a gambler by heart. I like taking risks. So this is just like for me, the thrill of like just knowing every day is gonna be different. Like I just I love it here. I ain't gonna lie. Got it. I mean, yeah, I, I think I recall like when you had made the post, like how you had retired or whatever the case, like the can you describe that feeling and you know what I'm saying? Like walk me through that. It's a lot of emotions. Cause like you thinking like my parents are still working. Mm-hmm. And they tell like, look, Matt, you should, you know, wait. But it's like I'm looking at the vision of two years down the line. I'm looking at the vision of three years down the line. Like, okay, right now it might not make sense. But we have a saying within our investment group, it'll all, it'll all make sense. And the reason is right now it doesn't – entrepreneurship, to a lot of people, they just seeing where you are right now. They saw me as somebody, you know, um, who maybe couldn't, you know, get to where I am. But you have to understand that, like, you got to have a vision. And like you said, with a job, you don't have to have faith. You're going to get to check. You got to – I have faith. That that guy wasn't gonna let me fail. I really had that. So when I when I first retired, I remember I went to Miami right afterwards. <laughs> like nah, <laughs> dumb. Like we blew a check in the like in the clubs and you know went to you know different whatever. And I'm just like I got back. I'm like man, like that was actually really irresponsible. I can't really be doing that no more. Mm-hmm. But the emotions of just having that freedom and doing that on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday was just like bro, I love it. Like I'm gonna make sure I work to maintain this lifestyle no matter what. And um. It just, it, I just want, like I said, this whole opportunity of me just retiring is not about me. I just want to show other people that mm-hmm. you can do the same things. It might not be Forex. It might not be investing. Whatever you good at, whatever, you can have, you don't have to work. Because like a lot of times, like you said, being African-American, it's not really set up for us to really be the CEOs. Mm-hmm. You probably count on one hand how many CEOs there is in a Fortune <laughs> yeah, 500 company. True. So um, I just really was happy that I can inspire people and just show people that's another way out other than working. No, that's real. That's real, bro. So, like, walk me through what does the day-to-day look like for, you know what I'm saying, an entrepreneur? Like, you know, you don't have to wake up at 5, 6 in the morning. Or, I mean, you might, you may or may or not. So, kind of walk me through, like, what does the typical day look like for you? So, it honestly varies day-to-day. Something I uh, live on is I actually schedule my day out the day before, like the last night. So, like, right now it's uh, 
7.55. So later on when I get home, before I go to sleep, I know I have to schedule out the next day, whether it's trainings, whether it's who I have to call, whether it's a new uh, uh, people who are interested, like whether whatever it may be, baby, I have to schedule my day around that. Mm-hmm. And when I say schedule around it, I mean like whether if I eat at this time, like I have to schedule all these things. <laughs> Honestly, it, it, this like the more I grow in this business, it, I really have to schedule it. And it's crazy. I didn't think that at first. Like mm-hmm. when I first started, I'm thinking, oh, just bring people in. Oh, this is this, easy. <laughs> but it, it's actually a responsibility. And it's like, you know, you don't want to be someone who just brings somebody in and leave them to the wayside. Mm-hmm. You know, like you actually have to be their therapist, uh, their counselor, like that yeah. you are really somebody that they need in their life. And you figure out all different personalities. Like you have to have the relationship with people. So my day is really big. Sometimes like my girl, she would be mad at me sometimes. Cause it's like <laughs> the business is calling. It's like, look, <laughs> if I don't answer this phone call, you ain't getting that MacBook that you want. You feel me? Like nah, it's right. like this really, like I have to really schedule my day out the, the prior day. Mm-hmm. And I know sometimes she may get mad or whatever, but it's all for the long. Like you said, it all makes sense. Like I don't look at my current situation now. I look at my future, you know? So it's like, okay, I may not be the richest right now, but I know next year or in two years, I'm in, a, in Detroit words, it's up there and I'm stuck there. You feel me? Like, it's, it's going to be up there, you know? So it's like, you really have to, uh, like, it, I honestly can wake up 6 a.m. Like, it's, it's just, it's, it varies, you know? But it's all, also because I have people from different states. Mm-hmm. So we all have different time zones, things it. like that. So it's like, I have to really schedule it around them. Okay. You know, but it's it's really busy all day. Like, it's, it does not stop. Like, really, I could be on phone calls really, literally to, like, midnight, if not 1 a.m. sometimes. Like that. And that's just more so, like, on the mentoring piece? Mentoring, yeah. trainings, everything. Okay. You know? So, yeah. So, all right. So, let's dive into the Forex, man. Like, I see, you know what I'm saying? I hop on Facebook. I hop get, on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? You see all these so inspirational motivated people you know what i'm saying hey man you need to hop in the forex and so like on the outside looking in it's like man it seemed like it might be a pyramid scheme or whatever that's like yeah. the general thoughts of someone who oh, sees true. someone you know what i'm saying yeah. as, a, as someone who does forex so like what i wanted to do is bring y'all on to this show you know what i'm saying and just kind of Give us, you know what I'm saying, I guess the, the general basics of Forex. What is Forex? You know what I'm saying? What does it look like? Is it a copy and paste system? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Just kind of just give me the, you know what I'm saying? Just give me That's the. That's crazy. Like, just, <laughs> the, the copy and paste, this is like, <laughs> so the thing about Forex, I always tell people, um, like, you got to really give us grace. Give the people, give, I give my Forex people grace because it's like they first time entrepreneurs, so how they market their business might be a little aggressive, might come off wrong. Um, but essentially, we're just trading currencies for one another. Um, so it's the largest financial market in the world. We are making money by the fluctuation of currencies. Same way you see gas prices fluctuating every single day, that's mm-hmm. based on the price of oil. Every currency fluctuates based on what's going on in the real world. So, for example, U.S. dollar is very weak with, I mean, everything with the corona, people storming the Capitol building. That's not doing well for the U.S. dollar. <laughs> you feel me? Um, so we're just we're just here to actually capitalize off the the different things that happen with our currency. Um, so we can buy them or sell them. So we really can make money either direction. And it's really we're teaching you when to know. Like we don't, I don't predict the market, I react to it. So if I see a, a per- currency is buying and based on you know technical analysis, then we hop in the end. Um, mm-hmm. So we're actually just trading currencies for one another to make a profit. That's just Man, and someone like myself, that still seemed confusing, bro. So I guess that's why you had a Go call. Go in the, in the, So, in the. all right, let's say me and you, we, we in Detroit. So mm-hmm. we actually, we neighbor Canada. Me and you go. 
just for like I said, just a, just a day. We we get over there and we re- immediately realize that they don't use Canadian use American dollars. We have the exchange of Canadian money because mm-hmm. over there that's their um, um, main currency. Got it. Take two hundred American dollars, we get two hundred Canadian dollars. We good to go. Mm-hmm. We get over there and we go to the casino and you forgot your ID. We can't get in the casino. <laughs> you ruined the whole trip. It was like, you're a beaver. <laughs> I don't know. Where you, I, you might left in the car. We gotta go back. We go back to exchange our currencies because we have in in United States Canadian dollars don't have no value. Mm-hmm. So we go exchange it back. However, this time is worth double. We get four hundred American dollars back. And you looking at me and feel like how you just put my money, you know, double it in the span of two hours. And we tell you that it's no magic trick. The exchange rate has changed. We're from one and one, meaning one Canadian dollar equals one American dollar, one and mm-hmm. two. So it fluctuates all every single day, all like twenty four six while the banks are open. So we just capitalize on that and trade it. Literally, that's all it is. Got it. And like he t- he brought you into the game. Yeah, he brought me in. Me so through. like um like I said, I didn't know anything about this, especially <laughs> from Eastside Detroit. It's you gonna ball or you know be in the street sometimes. <laughs> no, like, listen, that's, that's the thing too. Like being in Detroit, like this is not like I I didn't think I would be an investor in forex. Like I don't want people to think like this is a lifelong dream. <laughs> but you see though, like how accessible it is and how mm-hmm. anybody like you said you can finish, but you from the East Side Detroit, like. Like, yeah, uh, yeah. They this is not being taught where I'm from. So like when I first went in, I was like, "Look, I'm only gonna give you fifty dollars into this." <laughs> I'm like, "You're gonna have to make this work," because I I didn't believe it. You know, I'm like, "It yeah. sounds too good to be true." Copy and pasting, like we we got in trouble in that in school. Like you can't plagiarize. <laughs> like come on, nah. So like you know, he was like, "Look, bro, like just trust me. Like we got this." I'm like, "All right, bet." So I'm like, "We gonna see what this fifty ball do, and we just gonna work <laughs> with it." I literally turned. Fifty dollars to nine hundred and twenty-three dollars and fifty-six cent in my first week, just what? by copy and pasting. So then I'm like, "Oh, this is crazy." I'm like, "This is better than like anything else in the streets." Like anything That's like else. A parlay, in the street. Exactly, it's a parlay. It's a parlay. Like for real. Like I'm like, I hit a five-team parlay. Like this is crazy. I'm like fifty to nine hundred, and I'm like, I like I didn't know anything. Like, mm-hmm. right, I was never big on investing. Like I even know about even how to bounce a checkbook. I don't know none of that, honestly. Yeah. So me really taking that risk, like, and I seen the profits from it. I'm like, oh, let me take a deeper dive in it. So we have a earn while you learn system, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's like, no matter how quick or how slow you learn, that does not dictate how much money you can make, right? We have a signal chat that literally sends you like a signal, right? A signal mm-hmm. is like either buy Bitcoin. We all seen Bitcoin be going crazy, mm-hmm. right? Hit forty one thousand, right? We'll send you buy Bitcoin at this price. For such amount of like a stop loss take profit, like we send you all the numbers you have to do. You literally just look at that text message. It takes 15 seconds, right, mm-hmm. to copy those numbers and put it to your phone. And literally, in the words of my mentee Joy, it will watusi to your <laughs> profits, right? It will go crazy. And it's like just like it's not all like we don't win every single trade. I'm never going to be the person to lie to you and say oh, we win every trade. No, but what I can guarantee, since I've joined in September 24, 2018 is that every week has been profitable, right? We do lose trades, okay? Because you're still risking. Like, we don't, you can't guarantee a trade, mm-hmm. right? We have our different technical analysis, fundamental analysis, but at the end of each week, we give out a, a, a list of all the trades we did, and every single, like, after the end of the week, we'll say, oh, we had 15 wins and two losses, mm-hmm. 20 wins, five losses, right? We have a, a, a list that shows you if you hopped in every single trade, you will have ended up the week in profit. Why would someone not uh, like decide to copy and paste? Like they might think differently. Like so, this is the only opportunity where I feel like you make money before you know what you're doing. 
Okay. You know, even at your job, your first day, they orient, they give you orientation. They teach you how to do the actual duties. So people have that mindset, like, we got, it's that you can't treat this opportunity like any other opportunity. Like, mm-hmm. when I started treating it like a job, I wasn't doing well. When I treat it like it's my only way to possibly make a million dollars, that's when I start really grinding with it. So I think people come in with the mindset of flipping money. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a bad term because when you flip it, that's it's like you expecting outrageous amounts flipping does you don't read it's not really no thing with it when investing you're looking for a return mm-hmm. so you invest a hundred you get eight percent of your money a day you whatever and i think the biggest thing is just the mindset of it and you have to convince people that or teach people that it's okay to lose money to for the greater thing trillionaires lose billions billionaires lose millions millionaires lose thousands thousands you know thousands lose hundreds and mm-hmm. people don't understand that mindset they think it's just win 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 but they'll lose everything else in their life but this is when they lose oh it don't work one trade go wrong <laughs> ah, i knew y'all I knew, I knew y'all had me <laughs> like so honestly you gotta i'm not even trying to be funny but you gotta really teach kind of especially in detroit like it's so hard like we what we do in detroit is just different because you gotta teach people how to think like think like a like a, a millionaire think like this is something that can really help you think like the banks and everything mm-hmm. a lot of people who do this they never invested before so they're expecting just win 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 so you have to teach them like okay if you make eight percent of your money in one day that is outstanding but they're looking at okay, well, I had two hundred. I only made sixteen dollars, or wait, let me see. Yeah, eight percent. Like yeah, sixteen dollars. That's nothing. Mm-hmm. No, that's actually a great return. If you do that consistently, you'll you'll make a lot of money. You'll you'll be rich. You can make eight percent every day. Mm-hmm. So you have to change the mindset from the return on investment versus the you know just a dollar amount. And people don't understand that if they never invested before. So so this is more so kind of like real estate where you're not going to get rich overnight. You more so in yes. it for like the, the you building wealth. Yes. Yes. yes, got it. So at what point do would someone decide like all right, I'm I'm pulling my money out. Like can you kind of walk me through like so when somebody would cash out and just any day. stop doing? So, well, do you stop any doing forex when you when you like take the money out or you just pulling your money out because it, it so, had a good okay. return. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, so it's different than stocks, right? So, you know, like with stocks, you have to buy shares. Got it. Right. So it's like, for instance, I don't know how much Nike worth right now, but let's just say it's worth a hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Right. And we say, okay, we're going to buy a hundred dollars worth of shares or whatever. So we have to put that exact amount with this. We break it up into lot sizes, things like that. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you have a hundred dollar balance, you don't have to put that whole hundred dollars into one trade. Right. You break it up to cents mm-hmm. really like this. 0.01, which is one penny mm-hmm. in the real world, is actually worth 10 cent in the market, Got right? It. So you're basing it off a lot size. So you break it up like that. So with the trading plan that I give up to my uh, team and everything, I try to make you 30% of your of your account every week, right? And based off of that, then you will just withdraw maybe 10 or 20% of that, mm-hmm. right? But you can withdraw any day, Got right? It. You know how some uh, stocks pay you out in dividends, things like that, yeah. you know? it's You can't always withdraw when you want it like that. With Forex... It's today is Saturday, January 9th, 806. If I was to make a thousand dollars at eight oh seven, I could withdraw that thousand dollars at eight oh seven. And that's the benefit of Forex. That's something that I like and that's something that I feel like intrigued, especially us in, from Detroit. Mm-hmm. We like fast money. Yeah. You know, so well, I mean I can't I ain't <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm just saying like I don't mean the illegal fast money. I just mean fast money period. Like we yeah. all like to come in a big lump sum, whether it's gambling, casino, parlays, whatever it is, like you like the big lump of the money. Seahawks win? Anybody know? I don't know the Seahawks win. I ain't want to check it. I ain't want to check it, man. But, you know, so it's like you can withdraw whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And it goes straight. Like, you withdraw it through Bitcoin, go to your cash app, and then it goes straight to your bank account. 
Got it. Just like so, that. So this seems like as if it's more so you have to provide people the awareness of and like the educational piece of yes. like, you know what I'm saying? It seems like this is a, you know what I'm saying, a well-known business. It's been around for years. You know what I'm saying? It's yes. not no uh, pyramid scheme. It's just more so you have to educate educate people. So how do you go about getting your team? Is it through like referrals of teams who, I mean, referrals of people who's already on your team and you kind of saying, hey, now they can show the results to, you know what I'm saying, family members. I would imagine it's more so of a warm type of type yeah, of, type of system like that. So definitely warm and like the residual side is definitely optional. So a lot of people think you have to recruit to come in Forex. No, you can make money without telling the soul. My mm-hmm. old people, Shout out, to, shout out to everybody in North Carolina and no cap. Like, they the ones with cap, they be making thousand dollars a day, thousand dollars a day. They don't have anybody underneath them. So, the, the, yeah, no, like, they be getting off. Um, but, the, <laughs> no, real talk. The residual side, though, like I said, is more so um, just making sure people are plugged in. Because the education, the platform works. Mm-hmm. You know, the blueprint works, but it's just more so providing people with information. Like you said, like, raising their awareness. Because people don't know what they don't know. Mm-hmm. Everybody, like, people think, like, oh, I'm. I'm I'm all plugged in. I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do, but you know maybe they're missing the risk management portion of it. So now the trades might be busting, so they're, they're risking half their fifty percent of their account. And this week went great, but that's not something that's sustainable or duplicatable. So pretty much with the um, thing, you know, you like for me, I'm not. If I get a sign up, it's great, mm-hmm. but I'm trying to get somebody on um, Fields team who just joined two weeks ago, them to get a sign up mm-hmm. because for me, like if, <laughs> I've been doing this for three years, like. Everybody know I'm doing this. If you ain't drawing with me by now, like you just kind of like you're not gonna join with me. But that's okay. Somebody in the field team who joined two weeks ago, their market is like fresh. Mm-hmm. They they just start started opportunity, and a lot of times people are intrigued about it. They're just waiting for the right person to do it. Right. Um. So a lot of times, you know, you want to make sure people are profitable first. We don't want you to bring in anybody if you're not profitable because you're gonna make money. The residuals, the you know, is coming after you make money first. So our first statement is, hey, get profitable first. Mm-hmm. Get profitable first. Figure out why you're profitable, and then if you want to share the opportunity, you want to refer people, you want to build, it's optional for so you. So like for someone like myself, bro, like I'm, uh, I'm still in corporate. So this seems like something I would want to do on the side as opposed to going full time all in. Yeah. So like, I guess from the monetary piece. Can without I mean you don't got to give like full numbers, but just kind of walk me through like what would somebody be bringing in if they I don't know the ranks in the system, but just kind of just give me some some templates of what so, like putting that perspective. I was had two had a team of two hundred twenty five people while still working at Pepsi. Mm-hmm. Meaning I was getting five thousand every single month, so twelve feet every Friday. As a side, so okay. that, that was a side hustle. So you can do it with the job. You don't have to like I said. A lot of times people have jobs. Y'all have capital. So I'm mm-hmm. like, look, if you could just make fifty to hundred a day, that's you know two fifty. If you make fifty a day, two fifty that's two fifty a week, a thousand a month. Mm-hmm. That can go towards your mortgage, go towards your rent, and pay your car note. Right. So a lot of times it can just be a passive income because you're not. You don't have to change your routine. We got the copy paste profit system where he said fifteen seconds of putting a trade. I'm not telling people to quit their job. I just didn't like my job, so I quit. <laughs> so I always try to explain that like. Um, with, with corporate money, like even my mentor, she hit she hit six figures on her side hustle. Off of the Forex piece? On Forex piece while doing her real job. So it's possible to do both. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, so um, realistically, though, if you're, like I said, just doing it, um, I say 30. If you just put an hour a day into it, you can easily, on a monthly basis, make about 
I say two thousand a month. You put an hour a day into it. Okay. So and then walk me through like the ranks. Like I see chairman five thousand. Like what does that, <laughs> what does that mean? Or you know what I'm saying? All right. So <laughs> every platinum rank is and then the number afterwards how much you make a month. So platinum okay. one fifty is the first uh, platinum rank. Three people um, refer. You get one fifty every month. Thirty seven. It's residual. It's coming mm-hmm. every Friday. Every time. Every Friday. Yep. Okay. okay. So um, it goes all the way up to chairman seven fifty, which is seven hundred fifty thousand every month. One hundred eighty seven thousand every Friday. Seven fifty thousand. Yes. Oh, a week, a month, a month. Okay. Yeah, hundred eighty-seven. Don't don't downgrade. You talking about? You talking about a week? Oh, just a month. Like no, seven hundred fifty thousand a month, bro. A month. Shout out to Bryce. So y'all know people who actually? Yes. I know. I know a twenty-four-year-old who is a chairman seven fifty right now. So like, do you know like a little bit of like how they got to that point? Like, is it just more so the recruiting? Like. Yeah, so the anything with asking the, for a friend, by the way. You know, anything, <laughs> anything with the platinum or chairman, that's on the residual, that's on building. So that's that's, okay. that's based on um, team size. So Dang. yeah, okay. so that, uh, that's what seventy two thousand. I think you need to make people. Yes. Yeah. So Damn, like, yeah. So I'm I'm a chairman <laughs> ten. So that's five hundred people. Okay. Um. So what you I realize like a lot of times people look at the people like just oh five hundred people. I'm looking at it as like. 20 single moms who need this opportunity. Mm-hmm. Five mm-hmm. felons who can't get a job who need opportunity. So I'm breaking mm-hmm. down as the impact of people I'm making. The number's going to be there. It's, you got to think about it, 7 billion people in the world. So getting mm-hmm. 500 people really is like a, a drop in the ocean. So there's people out who really need the opportunity. You just got to really kind of make sure that you are helping the right people and impacting others with it. And the numbers will come. Got like, it. I remember when my team last year at the same time was – you know, under a hundred, mm-hmm. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying. And then I saw my team, you know, eclipse a thousand this year. You know, last year. So like, the, it's exponential the way it's growing. If you're doing the right things and making people money, you're doing it. You know, actually, are mentoring people. So got it. And so is that contingent on you? I guess still like actively being involved in the business. Yes. I guess that's yes. how that's how that yes. would work. Okay. Yep. So it's not a sign up contest. You can sign up a million people, but if no one wants to continue doing it, then you won't be any platinum chairman rank. So, you have, it. so that's why it's, it's really on us as mentors to make sure they're having success, make sure they're hitting ranks that they want to. If not, they don't want to hit ranks, make sure they're profitable. Because people making money from it, mm-hmm. they're not going to leave it. They're going to keep doing it. Yeah. That's true. Okay. That's true. And so, like, what's the end goal for y'all? Like, I know you talked about, uh, like, you dive into, like, the real estate, uh, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, kind of walking through some of the other business ventures that you want to go dive into. You can, you can. So, uh, personally, like, I love Forex. You know, I'm going to do this forever, but you know, there are other things I want to get into, you mm-hmm. know, like vending machines. So we have a chat uh, where we talk to some of our boys who went to high school with and college. And like, I was telling them, like, hey, there's so much money out here. Like, it's so many different, like, different hustles and investments you could do. Mm-hmm. And let's let's dive into it together, you know, because like you say, it's about the impact. Like, I could easily make a million, but it's going to be better if all my boys got a million with me. You feel me? So it's mm-hmm. like, I'm trying to get Love to it. friends. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm trying to get to uh, vending machines, uh, real estate. I want to have parking lots. Like parking lots, yeah, yeah, no, it's facts. a lot of money like, in there, like and people just exact down. Man, you could yeah, eat. Well, granted, cause COVID right now, but like think about like a Lions game, mm-hmm. and now that they move the Pistons down there, you have one parking lot during like especially when all three Sorry teams. About are, Seventy-five dollars, man, a car, bro. And it's it's and they gonna pay, pay it. NBA they gonna sure. pay it, and that's the crazy. You could really chart like personally me. I was like twenty dollars. <laughs> I can find free parking, <laughs> but there are people that will pay seventy five dollars just so that they don't have to walk far. Mm-hmm. You know, like you and you gonna look me personally. I'm like, look, I'm going to charge you what I can, what I know I can. You know, understand the demographic and everything. So people are going to pay that. So it's like I'm just trying to get into all different sources of income. Honestly, like one is not enough, and COVID proved that people who were just one in one source of income for the most part had the job. Mm-hmm. 
most people was laid off this year for a certain time, if not still. Got it. You know, so I'm just trying to get as many incomes as I can, find all different types of hustles, uh, real estate wholesaling. I've been looking into that a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, yeah, like, this is going to fund my way into there. Yeah. yeah, and what about you? So, for one, I want to have, like, a bar. I like to drink. Okay. I like sports. So, I feel like they say your passion should be stuff that you like. So, I'm trying to work on my liquor license this year. It's kind of expensive for it. I don't even know that from the beverage side of being at Pepsi. So, I'm mm-hmm. really working on getting that. Um, I want to open a couple of franchisees too, as well downtown Detroit, because I live downtown right now. And I'm just, I be every time I walk around, I'm just like, man, like this, this is our own. Not, yeah. Like it's just so many opportunities, even downtown still. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to be like my black uh, Dan Gilbert, like downtown <laughs> for real. Um, so I, I want to get, uh, like I said, a bar. I want to um, open up a couple franchisees. I ain't gonna tell nobody because, like I said, it's actually yeah, like, you know. dang, bro. Like, <laughs> I can't believe nobody brought this downtown yet. Like, watch, well, I'm gonna see in like two years. I want to also get into real estate, generic. I want to buy back the block, pretty much. I have my own community, like development, where like a you know, kind of affordable housing type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, when I hit my next rank, which is Chairman Twenty Five, I want to actually kind of help with the entrepreneurship in the, in the city. So what I'm gonna do is start a small black business Friday every Friday. I'm gonna get like a thousand dollar grant to like you know different businesses in Detroit, black business. So that's, that's my right. that's my pledge at Chairman Twenty Five. My next rank. Um, Y'all heard it here live, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> I, I heard it first. I, I really been cooking that up though. I really want to do that. Um, and then, like I said, from there, uh, I would do one on the sports team, and that's, that's like a Damn, long. Damn, bro, you that's a long, a long term. That's a long term goal. That's a long term goal. But like I said, I love sports. Like I really do. Like mm-hmm. I don't just bet just because I. I, you know, I like to bet and gamble, but I actually like to watch the sports to see it develop. Um, but, yeah, it's pretty much, like, the first things I really want to do. Just franchise these sports teams, get my liquor license to um, do that. I even open a hookah lounge. I like to turn up. I like hookah. <laughs> you feel me? Like, no, nah, that's, like, something that would be a nice vibe, too. You should buy the Lions. They need it. Hey, man. They the is not selling. <laughs> here right now, is not selling the Lions, bro. They're not doing that. Like, it's done. <laughs> well, cool, man. No, bro, it's been a good talk, man. I'm I'm glad that we were able to connect. You know what I'm saying? I, I was able to get a little bit more information on the Forex. I may or may not sign up. Okay. Hopefully, whoever <laughs> watching this, we can get a coupon code, get a little waiver off, the, you know what I'm saying, the introduction fee. But no, man, uh, go ahead and leave everybody, you know what I'm saying, where they can reach out to y'all if they want to, you know what I'm saying, sign up or connect and follow y'all. Uh, just go ahead and give everybody y'all social media platforms. All right. Um, on Instagram. It's my primary one at Maddie B M A T T I E B underscore underscore. Same on Twitter and Clubhouse. Follow me on Clubhouse. I'm, I like that. I like that uh, new social media. Yeah, uh, I'm on Instagram as well at Phil dot Weir. Uh, Facebook as well, Philip Weir. Uh, not so much Twitter, but I am on there. Uh, <laughs> my handle. <laughs> I made it back <laughs> back in the day. No, it's no, it's still it's, it's an old handle, but it's called She Feel Me. S H E P H I L Me. You see, you see the the the, the play of the words. The play of the words like you know, I made it back like in the day. <laughs> but uh, I'm also on Clubhouse at Feel Weird. Uh, definitely give me a follow. I love Clubhouse. Like that's something that's really big now as well. So I definitely had a great time here. Definitely great conversation. And, and if I, you say you saw us on this promo. I give you fifty dollars off your enrollment. Ooh. And I'll add an extra twenty five on that. Ooh. Okay. Hey, before I wrap this up, I gotta ask this question, bro. So do does the enrollment fee, does that go to you? Like kinda walk me through that. If if you can. Okay, I don't know nah, if that's nah, enough. Nah, nah, yeah, right, yeah, so, so we don't get the money, it goes directly to the educational platform. So you're buying okay. the education. Okay. Same way in school, like you might have an online education platform. Mm-hmm. We have e learning at Western. Yeah. That's like where they you know, all your classes were set up. So you actually are paying online. So we don't get that those proceeds. It goes for your educational account. 
Got it. So basically, if I pay, I don't know, $250, that's going to my training that I'm going to learn. You, you buy the education. Yeah, exactly. Got it. Right now, Got though, it. it's 199 Okay, okay. So there is a discount. Then you got the 75 with us. Yeah, exactly. So it's 125 to get started. About Got 50% off. Hey, man. I, I might tap in. We'll see you on the next episode. <laughs> and we out. <laughs> <laughs>